0: welcome to engineer your success with dr james bryant this podcast provides tools tips and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life here's a little bit more about me i am a husband a father a friend a business owner a professional engineer I have a PhD in civil engineering and several years of practical experience in the maintenance and transportation infrastructure area. I bring a unique perspective with my engineering education, practical experience and background, and my leadership and business coach training. I would love to connect with you and learn more about how I can help you reach your goals. You can use the links in the show notes to get in contact with me or schedule some time where we can actually talk. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn and on Instagram. Those are going to be the best places to get in contact with me. A few announcements this week. We're continuing with the Unwebinar series. The next one is scheduled for January the 18th at 7 p.m., This is going to be an hour-long session where we are working on developing your personal mission statement. These are small group events, limited to 12 participants. You do not want to miss your opportunity to work on your personal mission statement. Today's show is a recording of the excerpts from the Unwebinar that we did in December. And today we're going to talk about Ways in which you can identify and overcome procrastination. So, today's show, you're going to open up with some introductions. We're going to get the introductions from a few participants. They're going to talk about their experience that they've had from the Unwebinar Part One or the first series on goal setting and then to the one on procrastination. Then, we're going to get into a teaching segment and then have some more interaction between the participants. Uh, Even though you'll mostly hear me talking when you come to these events live, there's a lot of two-way discussion. These are really intended to be two-way discussions. There's enough monologue or enough of you hearing me as a listener to the podcast. It's really a time for these unwebinar series for us to have interaction and for me to be able to hear from you. So before we get to today's show, um, I'm going to talk about my win for this week, and that is attending the 101st annual meeting of the Transportation Research Board. It's been two years since we've had a meeting in person, and we're meeting in person this week. It is uh, really an awesome experience to be able to get back together in person. You know, the conference organizers mandated that- You had to show proof of vaccination. We've also had to wear a mask the entire time. They've taken a lot of different precautions to try to keep the attendees healthy and safe. And with those precautions, people have been following those guidelines. We've had just a phenomenal time getting together and connecting. And it really shows the importance of having that connection. Again, there's been people and colleagues other engineers, other people that you know I work with that I haven't seen in two years. So it's been great to make that connection. All right, let's get back to today's show. A recording, these are excerpts from the Unwebinar series on procrastination. So the way that these meetings are, there is two-way communication. So it's not just me talking on and on. I typically will do kind of a very brief talk Then that'll be followed by a few questions that I have for the group. And then we're really trying to drive interaction. And most of all, I want you to be able to leave this meeting, leave this interaction with some action steps that you can take to get you closer to achieving your goals, to get you closer to creating, designing, and implementing the life that you want. And that is what this whole thing is all about. So we're going to do some brief introductions. Uh, I'm going to call your name. I ask that you flip your camera on, say hello, tell us a little bit about yourself. If you did indeed attend the first event, uh, if you have a shout out or an update on your goals or on filling out the annual goal worksheet, that would be great. And for those of you that are here that did not attend the first one or did not have a chance to get the worksheet after this meeting, I will email you the link to be able to go grab an annual goal-setting workbook. And so this is a workbook that I would use in a paid workshop, but for these events, I'm providing them complimentary to the people that are participating in events and most likely the people that will be on the email list because it's more about getting the information out and helping people. Andrew? All right. Hello,
1: team. Good afternoon. Andrew Jala. I did attend the first session. I'm excited to be back. I did... I say fifty percent of my goals. I did not complete the workbook, but I think my biggest aha was to include my wife as far as setting the goals. Like the first time I was not able to achieve them, you know I'm trying to do what what I was set time and clarity for self time to think. I included my wife, so she was like, "Okay, this is our schedule. Uh, We eat this time. You can have this time." what are you trying to do? And man, I got a drill sergeant in the house. Uh, I got a wall right behind me where she was like, okay, what are we doing next? So I think that was, man, the biggest aha that I overlooked the first time. So.
0: Andrew, that is very exciting to hear, but I'm so happy that you included your spouse on your journey. You know, there are several times when we don't include our partners, we don't include our spouses and what we're trying to do. And it's key mm-hmm. not only to help keep us accountable but to make sure that your household is moving in the same direction because you may be trying to do more time for self-care uh-huh. and your spouse is looking at you. If she doesn't know what the goals are, she's looking at you like, what are you doing? What do you mean you want to go spend some time walking or, you know, you know, to spend some time doing this? What are you doing? But when you include them into yeah. that discussion, it makes a world of a difference.
1: All I got to say is Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. It makes a world of difference. So thank you, man, and thank you for uh, showing up for yourself again. Today's session is going to focus on what I think is the number one thing that you absolutely have to eliminate in order to set and achieve your goals. It's the number one thing. So I start thinking about, you know, what are some things that really get in the way of me setting and achieving goals, of you setting and achieving goals. Uh, excuses would be one thing that I think about. You know, we we typically are able to come up with an excuse if it's something that we really don't want to do. We can find an excuse not to do it, but that's not what. Gonna, that's not the number one thing that I think. You know, that we need to eliminate. Although we do need to eliminate excuses. You know, there's another thing too, like half-hearted effort. I really don't want to do it. I'm not. I'm really not going to put my all in there. Um, Another way that this thing kind of manifests itself is you begin to lie to yourself. You make excuses, half-hearted effort, you're lying to yourself, you begin to drag your feet. It also manifests itself in fear, whether it's fear of failure, in fear of success. So of those things that I've talked about, what do you think that one thing is? If you could get one word that would describe some of those impacts, what would it be?
2: I like the word fear. Um, I think that is the root or the source or the foundation of what typically hinders us, and it can manifest itself in different ways. Mm-hmm. But at least for me, the underlying issue is fear of something.
0: Fear, um, of something. fear of something. Fear of something. causes what? Antoinette?
2: For me, it causes Ow. uncertainty, but also procrastination. Ding,
0: ding, ding, I- ding, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 wow.
1: <laughs> ding. I'll tag along with that one, too. <laughs>
2: And I am a type A Virgo perfectionist. And my pastor has done a lot of talking about the fact that a lot of times the procrastination is tied to the perfectionism. And so for me, you know, just really trying to move away from that.
0: Mm -hmm. That is interesting. We're going to talk a little bit about perfectionism tonight, but it's the one thing I think being able to eliminate procrastination is the one thing that you need to do to really unlock your potential and your progress. You know, eliminating, not doing, you know, because procrastination basically is the gap between your intention and your action. It creates that gap. I intend to do something. You know that you should act. Procrastination is what creates the gap between those two. And so when you go to define procrastination, you know, it's pretty simple. It's the action of delaying, postponing, or avoiding doing a task. Now, we're all guilty of procrastination. I'm going to do, I guess, all right, everybody, uh, just for this brief second, I want everybody to put their cameras on. We're going to do a similar exercise of what we did the last time. Just a brief second. Has everyone who has procrastinated delayed on doing a task, please raise your hand. All right, that's everybody. Again, uh, I see some double hands that, that are raised. Okay. So, you know, we all at some point in time, procrastinated. We've all kind of dragged our feet. We've all made excuses. We've all created a gap between our intention and our actions. And so, but not all procrastination is going to lead to some chronic issues, but it's when procrastination becomes systemic. When it's something that we do, it's a habit. It expands in several different areas of our life that impact begins to add up. That impact begins to add up. So we've already talked about uh, that. All of us have to, to some degree procrastinated. Right. And then here's the thing that we don't always recognize is that if you find yourself a quote unquote chronic procrastinator, or you find yourself procrastinating all the time in some way, shape or form, you think that procrastination is serving you in some way. It's either making you feel comfortable or safe. It's providing something to you. As human beings, we don't do things in that way unless it's providing something for us. whether Safety, security, comfort, familiarity, whatever it is, it's providing you something. Being able to recognize what it provides you can help you move away from that. You can say that I'm going to make this choice, even though I know if I procrastinate, I may feel safe but if I procrastinate, I'm going to be the same, you know, do I want to be the same and safe or do I want to take a risk and go after my dreams? Do I want to take a risk and improve? Do I want to take a risk for something different? And so, you know, what are some of the signs of procrastination, right? You know, it's something that is systemic. You may create the roadmap, So you may actually go through and create the roadmap. And so you have all the lists, you have your things, what you're going to do, but you find yourself with a roadmap, but you're not taking action. You're procrastinating because there's nothing in your way from moving that to where it is that you want to go. If you find yourself in a situation where you see that you're chronically late, you're always late, guess what? That lateness may be a sign that you're just procrastinating. And this, this is the one I think a lot of us suffer with, particularly high achieving people. How many people have a never-ending to-do list? Never-ending to-do list. The to-do list mm-hmm. keeps growing or I'll cross some things out or, you know, you go, this is particularly me in the past, you go and you flag an email and you say that you're going to do something with the, <laughs> with the email. And then you look back and you have like a hundred things that you flagged and haven't yeah. done it. You're procrastinating. It is hard for us to change things that we don't own. So if you find yourself procrastinating, own it. You know, Own it. It's, it's not a failure to admit that you've been procrastinating. So when I started thinking about some of the common reasons for procrastination, we talked about some of them, you know, fear, whether it's fear of failure or fear of success. The fear of making mistakes can be there. You know, fear is deeply rooted in procrastination. Again, whether it's the fear of failure, fear of success, that fear can be crippling if we let it. It it can be crippling if we absolutely let it, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, Fear does not have to be final. Your mistakes don't have to be final. We've all made mistakes. I know that I've made mistakes and guess what? I've lived to tell another tale. I've lived to kind of get better. I've used failure and mistakes as a data point in the process. And I use that data and what I learned from that to help me improve. And that's one way that you can kind of work through the fear issue. Understanding that fear is real. Fear is okay. Fear should not drive your decisions, but it should inform your decisions. Right? I'm not going to throw fear out. I think I said the last time I'm going to tell fear to sit in the passenger seat or in the back seat, but just not the driver's seat, because fear isn't driving my actions. Another thing that kind of feeds into procrastination is perfectionism. And so, perfectionism—it may seem like a really good quality. You know, I, I really want it, i want it to be perfect. I love it, and you're—and we think of it as we're being excellent. And You'll even hear, you know, stuff in the the Christian circles. Oh, you gotta have a spirit of excellence. Everything has to be perfect. And excellent. Well, excellent and perfection aren't necessarily the same things. That's one thing. But mm-hmm. two, perfectionism is when you really have these very, very high standards. And sometimes, oftentimes, with perfectionists, those standards are unrealistic.
2: At Bannowitz Marketing, we succeed when you succeed. Build a thriving family business with great marketing that actually works. How? Start with comprehensive marketing direction and a clear action plan. Then get attentive expert help and choose whether that help comes as done for you services or as done with you guidance. Visit us at thrivingfamilybusiness.com to get started today.
0: And so procrastination occurs when we're thinking about that very, very high standard and we realize that we're not able to reach that standard. And then it's, why even try? And so you find yourself dragging your feet. You find yourself not doing what it is that you need to do because you know, you're thinking it's going to take me this much effort to do what I think I, what needs to be done. I don't have that much effort. I'm not going to do it. And it just sits and it becomes a real emergency toward the end that you have to rush and do something. And then guess what? It's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy because when you have to rush to do something, it's not going to be excellent. It's definitely not going to be perfect. You're going to look at it, become critical of yourself and what you've done. And then you have this kind of cycle where you're beating yourself up about that. And then that will kind of bleed into some other areas in terms of being able to go after your goals and be able to design the life that you want. Uh, Two more things. One would be lack of motivation. You know, we think that we have to be motivated in order to achieve something. And that's not not necessarily true. You don't have to be fully motivated to begin a task. I I mentioned this the last time, you know, a lot of times we think our why has to be big enough for us to complete the dream. It just has to be big enough to start. Your motivation just has to be big enough, not for you to go run 10 miles, But just to put on your running shoes, go out the door start. That's what the motivation has to be big enough to get you started on your way. Um, And the last thing that I'll say that kind of gets in the way and feeds into procrastination is that we allow ourselves to get distracted. You know, whether you're talking about the phones, uh, social media, the computer, TV, whatever it is, we allow those distractions to help feed our procrastination. So now that we've identified some of those causes of procrastination, you know, it's how do we work through interrupting those things? And so if it's, you know, fear of failure, fear of success, or even perfectionism, you know, you start have to start thinking, what are you afraid of? You know, what's the worst thing that could happen? Start thinking through that, right? Start thinking through these questions. What could happen if I ignore this situation? Because a lot of times we don't think about what happens if we ignore it. We just say, if I ignore it, things will stay the same, but if you ignore something, particularly from a health perspective or particularly from any perspective, if you ignore it, it gets worse over time. Mm -hmm. And so being able to think through, if I ignore investing in myself, if I ignore, you know, doing self-care, what is the impact going to be of that long-term, you know, kind of depletion? What's going to happen? And can you visualize what that imp- how that impact is going to show up in your job, in your business, in your family, and in your relationships? The same thing would be if we're talking about finances, right? If you have issues spending and not saving, it, it may, in the beginning, it may seem small, right? But then what is the long-term view of not investing in your financial future? What does life look like then? And so, you know, why are you putting it off? What will I gain in the long run by putting this off? Am I trying to convince myself that something, you know, something that is not true, that it is true? Am I scared of the results or am I scared of not getting the results or am I scared of the process, right? Because sometimes the process can be scary. Training. Getting yourself ready for something, that can be scary. So those are the things in terms of coming with procrastination, asking yourself these questions. One of the great things that helps with procrastination is being accountable, you know, learning to be accountable to yourself, but also pulling other people in that can help hold you accountable. Andrew talked about that earlier. Uh, Habersha talked about that in a past session It's just being able to have people in your crew, in your life that can help hold you accountable, kind of helps you continue to move forward to achieve those goals. So what are some of the other challenges or goals that you have or, you know, are, are you, do you guys find yourself in the position that Jim talked about how you have way too many goals and you need to kind of start to pare them down?
2: Well, James, let me just talk about that because although on the surface may seem to be complementary, it's just that people go one direction or the other. Okay, mm. So the last 10, 11 years have been in bridge design or bridge inspection mostly. And two years prior to the retirement, I moved into the design side of things as sort of an exit strategy. So I would have be more marketable when I got out. Yep. Mm-hmm. But now I want to even take it further because I also have an artistic background and I want to try to integrate those two things. Mm -hmm. And the opportunities for that integration are very few. And I could hear what Andrew was saying about being very intentional about how you want to proceed forward. And I've been getting some indications from people where, yeah, I would be good at that. I can really identify with this conversations that are going on here because that's not my goal or what the other people were sharing. so
0: And so for you, Jim, do you think that you're only going to be able to find what you're looking for, working for another company?
2: I've been, you know, in the back of my mind, I've been maybe maybe I can't do it for working for another company. I might have to, you know, stretch out on onto my own a little bit. One of the things that has been beneficial, and I talked about connecting through LinkedIn, is I've been connecting with a lot of people and trying to expand the base of that connection in both areas. So, you know, I have a lot of strong connections in the one area, but I'm trying to expand in the other area
0: mm-hmm.
2: in those connections. So
0: that's awesome. I mean, you consider what is it that you really want to do? And if it's not there, create it, right? C- create mm-hmm. it. And so when you look at combining the artistic side and the engineering or design side, it's when you're putting all of those things together, how is that working to help solve your potential clients' problems? And if you can articulate that and really begin to nail that down, then absolutely continue to, you know, continue down that path to create that company, to create that product, to create whatever it is that you're working on to be able to meet that need and fill that gap.
2: Yeah, that's all very, I'm busy writing notes.
0: No, you're Jim, you're good, man. What's the one thing that you can do over the next month that you can start this week that'll help you move closer to where you want to be in, in terms of your goals?
1: My answer is look at the workbook that you've provided. It's a tool you gotta use what's been given to you and uh, see what you come and share with my wife. Like, have us look through it. Like, hey, and keeping me honest, accountable. I think that's my takeaway, especially today. Like, I have a lot of stuff jotted down. but
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jim?
2: I guess two things. One really pragmatic and the other one probably less concrete in, in how you do it. But um, the pragmatic thing is, you know, one of the things, you know, I've had to change since retiring, I've had to change calendaring procedures. And one of the things that I've started using a couple months ago is a to-do list through Microsoft. So it allows me to keep track of things. I have kept track of, of certain things that I do, and one of them is walking. So, you know, as an engineer, I had to create a spreadsheet for that. <laughs> <laughs> i just couldn't help myself but i think the other the other thing is the more the brainstorming the nice thing about this session is hearing other people talk is i haven't been exposed to a lot of people other than you know my wife and the one daughter who still lives in the house so i'm not trying to forge ahead by myself right yep so that that's one of the things so uh, so when i saw that post that i identified with that But maybe some, you know, brainstorming. I keep telling my daughter who's in college, I said, you can't steer a parked car, you know. So you got to be moving in in some direction. Doesn't mean you have to make every left turn or right turn that comes, you know, in the cross streets that come ahead of you. But you do have to keep moving.
0: We're going to close out the show just with Jim's thoughts of keeping it moving. You know, you cannot steer a parked car. So you really want to have that momentum be moving towards something. If you need help identifying that something, there are a couple of things that you can do. One is you can download the annual goal setting workbook. That link is provided in the show notes. You can also sign up for one of our unwebinar events. Again, if you missed the one on January the 18th, you can still use that link in the show notes, go over to the next month and see which day. We have that month's UnWebinar event scheduled for. You sign up for the email list. That'll let you know what the topic of that particular UnWebinar is going to be. I look forward to continuing to walk this journey with you. Many people know what to do. Even fewer people know how to do it, and a select group of people actually follow through and do it and live the life of their dreams. My goal and the purpose of this podcast is to help you be part of that select few. I want you to be great this week. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do, fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.